happy Tuesday. Thank you so much for coming back to the Girl God's Got You podcast. My name is Isabel Clausen, the host of this podcast, and this week we're going to be talking all about God's purpose for our lives. This was actually inspired by a different podcast that I listened to. It was actually one about finance hosted by a certified financial planner named Hillary Hendershot, and she talked about these things called PGAs, which are profit generating activities. And it was actually a lot of inspiration for my business. But it made me think that we kind of look at our purpose the same way that she was discussing profit in her podcast. So it made me think of instead of looking at these types of activities as profit generating activities, we can look at our life as purpose generating activities. So not saying that I'm stealing her idea in any way, but I just thought it was kind of a cool twist. And today's podcast episode topic is all about how to make your purpose your focal point of every day, looking at the big picture and then condensing down to monthly and weekly tasks and as well as daily tasks. So that's going to be what this podcast episode is about. I'm very excited and Let me just say I have a couple of my favorite essential oil candles, these soy candles that I made for Christmas. I have some of them burning, which that's going to be part of my favorite of the week. And I have my essential oil fuser diffusing, which is also part of the favorite of the week. And it's just such a mood and a theme. And I'm recording this on a Sunday evening. Had a wonderful Sunday today. I hung out with one of my best friends and she and Aaron and I all went to church together and we got coffee together and it was just such a great Sunday. Went to Costco, amazing Sunday. So I'm feeling really ready and prepped for the week and I am really, really excited for this podcast episode. In the new year, I'm just so excited for everything that's happening with the Girl God's Got You podcast. I'm looking forward to upcoming guests we'll have this year as well as different topics. Very happy about it and it's just been a very good week. It's been very productive. It's been a lot of work, but it's been very good. So I hope you guys have had a wonderful week as well. I know the last episode was on a Wednesday, so you guys are going to get this next podcast episode uh, six days after the last one because we're posting this on Tuesdays. And I just feel very motivated and inspired to uh, keep getting podcast episodes out on Tuesdays. I know the last couple of weeks have been a little bit hit and miss, but the schedule is back on. And if any of you, like I say in every episode, if any of you have any podcast suggestions or episode ideas, ideas, please feel free to share them. I want this podcast episode to benefit you, to be an encouragement and an uplifting note and word in your ear uh, once a week. I just hope that this podcast is something that you could look forward to and hopefully something that either teaches you something or just kind of calms you down. Either one. That's the reason I listen to podcast episodes. So if there's something specifically you want to hear or any advice you'd want or any certain topic to discuss with a, de- with a guest, please, please share them and I'd be more than happy to talk about it. So with that being said, I'm going to dive into the intro items of this week as this is kind of my favorite part. It's the routine of the podcast and y'all know that I love a routine, (laughs) but the quote of the week is one that I found on Pinterest and it says, life isn't about finding yourself, it's about discovering who God created you to be. This is very fitting for today's podcast episode since we're talking all about purpose and how to make your purpose your focal point of every day and the main purpose every day. But I find that even in our, you know, early 20s or late teens or even, you know, up until our early 30s and mid 30s, it's a lot of 
figuring out what we like, what we don't like, what we're good at, what we're not good at, what our strengths are, what our weaknesses are, and really figuring out our purposes. And it's really easy to get lost in the fact of finding our purpose just to be content with our lives. But really, as Christians, the whole point of our purpose is figuring out the specific way that God wants us to bring glory to him and love other people. So when we take the pressure off ourself and look more to God's direction and his guidance, we're actually able to find our purpose much quicker. Because really, like this quote says, life's all about discovering who God created you to be. It's less about finding who you are. Because who we are as Christians is children of God and we're created to love others and serve God. But how we do it, that could be a little bit more confusing <laughs> to figure out when we turn to God and ask for guidance and try out different things we could figure out you know what things are we good at what are we not good at what things do we like what do we not like and sometimes it takes stepping out of our comfort zone if you're in college maybe it means trying new classes joining new clubs doing different internships if you're graduated from college perhaps it's trying out different jobs doing different work projects at your work really stepping out of your comfort zone and feeling the peace that you have as well as just how content you are with those daily tasks but that's more about your job type of purpose. And in today's podcast episode, we're going to be expanding more into different aspects of our purpose that include our job, but it's not only our job. However, I thought this quote was really suitable. So to move along, I want to share the journal prompt of the week. So last week's journal prompt uh, was, what ways can you be a Proverbs 31 woman? You know, what's a specific way you could start working on it? That was last week's journal prompt. I would love to hear more of your guys' thoughts on that as it was one of my favorite episodes to create because it's something that uh, it's really uh, important to me. Um, but for my answer, I know I talked a lot about it last week, but I'd say one way I want to keep trying to be a Proverbs 31 woman is by thinking before I speak. As I know, words are very important. They could either encourage someone or bring them down. They can encourage yourself or bring you down. So I want to really think before I speak to others and to myself. So that's just a small way I want to start being more like a Proverbs 31 woman. And then this week's journal prompt, if you want to meditate on it this week, is what is a daily task that could help you achieve your big picture purpose each day? We'll be diving more into that in a few moments, but I would love to kind of hear from you guys what daily tasks you want to start doing each and every day, big or small, that help point toward your purpose. So now the goal for the week for me is I really want to be present in each event or conversation I have, whether it's a client meeting, whether it's a FaceTime call with Aaron, whether it's talking to my mom or dad on the phone, whether it's hanging out with a friend, maybe it's going to different rotary meetings or chamber of commerce events, whatever it is, whether it's work, personal, family, friends, I just want to be really present in that moment. I think that it's a lot of work to try to get things on the calendar, to make room for everything, and if you're at the event or in the conversation you're not paying attention then you know it's kind of is it did you really use your time wisely you took so much time to plan something and then are you really present when it happens so I really just want to work on being present in each event and conversation that I go to or you know things that I have because I find that it'll make it everything worth my while and at the end of the day it'll help me make people feel important and loved which as I'll talk about in a bit that is I personally think my purpose in life so that's my goal is to be very present and then for the favorite of the week, I actually have two. The first one is a certain essential oil. It's a vanilla essential oil. Now I thought essential oils really were just like lavender and peppermint and tea tree oil and lemongrass and all that stuff. But they make vanilla 
essential oil and for Christmas I made a lot of soy essential oil candles for gifts um, for myself just I made like 20 candles and I gave a lot away but I still have a lot and my favorite scent of all of them was the vanilla and I didn't know they made a vanilla essential oil but they do and you get a giant a, a huge bottle of it on Amazon I will link it in the show notes because it smells amazing you can either even put it in candles or just put it in your essential oil diffuser if you have one it'll make your diffuser smell like a candle in my opinion when you mix water and oil in a diffuser it is a lot more cost effective and normally healthier than breathing in candles especially if the candles aren't soy and organic and all that stuff so if you want your diffuser to smell like a legitimate candle get this vanilla essential oil and then if you want to make your own candles put it in there too especially you can mix the vanilla with lemon or lavender you can mix a lot but the vanilla smells absolutely amazing so i will link that below and it's not that expensive i think it's like 15 or 16 bucks but it's a giant bottle so it'll last you a very long time and then my second favorite is this banana bread recipe that i've been trying out and i've made it several times whether it's a muffin mix or i just put it in a normal bread pan it's delicious it lasts for a week it is so good so i'll put the recipe in the show notes but it's you mix three bananas together with two eggs you mix that all together and then you add in chocolate chips you get two cups of oat flour and how i make oat flour is i just put the oats in a blender i blend it up hence oat flour two cups of oat flour and then you do one teaspoon of baking soda i don't add any honey or stevia or any sweetener just because i don't really need it super sweet because the bananas and the chocolate chips make it pretty dang sweet but if you want extra sweetener you could add some honey or stevia or agave nectar then you mix it up and you cook it at 350 degrees for about 30 to 45 minutes i'm not exactly sure what the recipe called for i just kind of eyeball it but i just stick a knife or a fork in the bread pan or the muffins and if it comes out clean it's good and it's absolutely delicious it's so good it's very healthy and the fact that it's oats it, i think just for me personally it gives me more energy than flour does so i absolutely it's so delicious it's, it's like eating a baked oatmeal but it's more of a bread like texture because the oats are blended they are not whole raw oats i absolutely would recommend a huge favorite of this week so now i want to kind of get into the god's got you moment of the week I would say there's been a lot of great moments. Uh, I had a lot of fun times with some friends today. I asked some girlfriends to be my bridesmaid and my wedding. So it was just super, super special. I love that. And it's just such a special time with your close childhood friends growing up. Um, but I'd say a big one is great time with friends. Um, Aaron and I have just had a really great week together. I love hanging out with him. I'm so excited to marry him. I feel like he's one of my God's Got You moments every week. Um, and then my third God's Got You moment is I've just really been loving my work and I feel very on purpose with it. That's something I'm so grateful to say because I know starting off in our early 20s, it's sometimes hard to fall in love with their job, but I am so grateful with the position that I'm in. I'm so grateful for the job that I have. And even though it is a lot of work and running your own business could be stressful i i really feel like i'm living the path that god wants me on and i'm just so grateful because it took a long time and a, a lot of prayer to get to this point in work and i'm just so grateful that god's been so provisional and he's blessed me very much with the job that i have all right so the final portion of this intro is of course the god's got you statement for the week and this week, I really believe that God's got you because he has written a story for your life and knows exactly what each chapter should look like. He knows what decisions you should make and will make. 
He knows when you'll succeed and when you'll mess up. He knows when you'll be willing to work hard for him and when you really aren't feeling like it. Regardless of anything, God loves you so, so much, the same amount each and every day. He knows exactly what things you need to do each day to make your purpose your focal point in life. And even when you mess up and you don't do that, He still loves you. Romans 8.39 states, Neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. The fact that God loves us regardless of what we do is amazing. His love is unconditional. And the fact that we have this freedom and we can live life every morning knowing that God loves us no matter what, that gives us the freedom and the space to live life on purpose and make our purpose the focal point of each and every day. So as we're talking about purpose and trying to live it out every day, just remember that no matter what, God loves you just the same each and every day. All right, it is time to dive into talking more about the topic of the week, all about purpose. I am extremely excited for this. And to start it off, I'm going to be talking about more of that podcast episode I listened to from that financial advisor, advisor, certified financial planner, Hillary Hendershaw, and she was talking all about PGAs, Profit Generating Activities. And I just want to share a little excerpt that she shared in her blog and podcast. It's a paragraph that I really love, and I'll discuss it more on how it relates to our purpose in a couple minutes. But she said, what are PGAs? PGAs are the actions you or your team take that eventually lead to profits. They evolve as your business grows, so they'll change over time. And of course, everything follows the 80-20 rule. So if you isolate your most profitable PGAs, you could soon find yourself working a few months out of the year or enjoying a seven-figure compensation. Wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) And then she goes on and says, why are PGAs important? Because clarity about how you use your time and resources is what leads to a lucrative business. One of the biggest reasons I want to share this is just like this woman is teaching about how we have to figure out how to use our time and resources to lead to profit, I think in our personal lives, we have to figure out how to use our time and resources to point to our purpose because everyone gets 24 hours in the day. We all have a handful of responsibilities. We all have a handful of interests and personal goals. We need to figure out how to structure our day, what things to prioritize so that we're reaching our purpose. So to go back a little bit to the example she's talking about, our PGAs, they're going to change. Every season, there's going to be different things that will create profit in our business, and they're going to change over time, like she said. I think the same is true when it comes to our purpose. Our purpose is the overarching goal, but how we get to it will change. So knowing how to be flexible in your activities and your routines is crucial. But I love the fact that time management is the whole point of this and learning what places to put our time how we use our talents, which people to work with, which people to talk to. It's so important, whether it's talking about our purpose or talking about literally profit in a business. So I'm going to dive more into the purpose side of this podcast episode, but I hope that this excerpt from Hillary Hendershot's podcast and blog was kind of a way to apply this application. So for the rest of this podcast episode, I'm going to be talking about three steps you could take to start living out your purpose each day. And if you're kind of getting confused on it, just, you know, have that application of just like my life has a purpose, a business has a profit. If profit is the business's overarching goal, what things are you going to work on in your business to reach this amount of profit you want to make? 
Same when it comes to purpose. If you have a certain purpose, that's your overarching goal. What daily, weekly, and monthly habits and tasks will you do to try to accomplish this purpose? They're very similar and I think it's a really great application to kind of compare to when we're going through our daily life. So step one is to start with the big picture. So I want you to ask yourself, what is your true big goal in life? Why do you think you are here on this earth? If you're not totally sure, just ask yourself, why am I here on this earth? And try to spit out an answer. Usually that first answer is probably the one that is actually true. And maybe you're confused about it. Maybe you're stressed out about it. But just ask yourself, why am I here on this earth? Or what is my favorite thing to do? Or what wakes me up in the morning? Just say it. Spit it out. That's most likely the purpose that God has for you because it's something he's embedded deep inside you. So for me, I think that my main purpose, the reason I'm here on this earth, is because I can glorify God by making God's creation feel important and valued. To get really specific about this, I believe that I was put on this earth to make Aaron, my loved ones, and my friends feel important and valued, as well as by making clients, acquaintances, and even strangers feel important and valued. Of course, with Aaron, my loved one, and friends, it's more in-depth. <laughs> with a stranger, I'm not going to treat them with the same level of depth as I do, you know, my fiancé. But I think overall, the reason God put me on this earth is so I can make people feel important and valued. That's what I think it is. Of course, it expands to many different weekly, daily, and monthly tasks and goals. But I think that's just the big picture statement. So when you're asking yourself this question, let the answer be broad. Maybe your goal on this earth is to work in healthcare. Maybe that's how you really think you could glorify God, is to work in healthcare. Well, what does that actually look like? You could break it down, which we will do in this exercise. Or maybe your big goal in life is to love your family. This could mean you love your current family. This could mean you will love your future family when you have kids. This could mean you want to foster children. Whatever it is. Maybe your big picture goal is to have a very successful business and help other people take care of their families through that business by employing them, by letting them be partners in it, by having interns. There's so many different ways that you could look at your big picture goal, but either way, it's okay for it to be broad because it'll become more specific. So really your big picture goal is why you think you are here on this earth. If it's hard for you to figure out what that is, maybe ask yourself, what is something that I wanna do before I die? Or if I were to die tomorrow, what would I regret not doing? I know that's kind of sad and a little bit morbid, but when you kind of think of it like that, it helps you really figure out, okay, what do I really think I should do in life and why did God put me here? So once you figure out that big picture goal, step two is to break down how you will achieve this big goal into realistic and practical tasks. Now, when I say realistic and practical, I don't mean that these tasks should necessarily be easy because sometimes even practical tasks are not easy. They require discipline and hard work. But what realistic, practical tasks can you fit into your everyday life that'll help you reach this big goal? So for example, in my own life, if my goal is to make my loved ones, my friends, my clients, and even acquaintances and strangers feel important, I think I could do so in four main ways. First is to give my time. Second, it's to share encouraging words. Third, it's to listen well. And fourth, it's to be calm and kind. So those are the four main ways that I can make other people feel important and valued. Yes, they are still broad, but they're getting more specific. So I think you guys could see 
the picture I'm painting is kind of like a funnel. You start with a large opening and it slowly gets more, smaller and smaller and smaller. Same with your big goal to the weekly and daily tasks. You're starting to funnel down and be more specific. So let's just say once again, perhaps your goal is to be a doctor or to be a nurse. That's your big overarching goal. One way you could do so is if you're in college, it's to pass college, get into nursing school, finish nursing school, get into a good hospital where you have a lot of experience, work in different areas. Those are all different ways that you could start working toward that big goal of being a doctor or a nurse. And then in step three, we'll break down what you have to do every day, week, and month to get there. But just breaking it down to the overarching practical ways you could do these things. When we're looking at the application of a business, one way that we kind of see how it applies to the step two of defining the practical ways is in my own life with my business, let's just say I have a profit goal. The main ways that I will generate profit, the four main ways is taking care of my current clients, reaching out to new clients, offering free content through podcasts, webinars, workshops, and then being visible through being in the community and through social media. Those are the four main ways. Okay, I could break down in daily and weekly tasks how how I will show up for those four main ways, but I know those are the four main ways I can generate revenue. So when you're looking at your purpose, figure out the four or five main ways that you could practically fit these things in your life to point toward your purpose. And this leads us to our third and final step in this podcast, and that is figure out what you could do each day, week, and month to achieve these four or five main tasks. So for me, my four or five main tasks is to give my time, share encouraging words, listen well, and stay calm and kind. If I do those four things, I think that I could help make people feel important and valued. So to break it down, let's look at when I give my time. When it comes to giving my time, what I could do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis is spend time with a family member once a week and a friend once a week. Also with my time, I will plan fun dates with Aaron, cook with him, read with him, pray for him, go on fun adventures with him, help meal prep food for him if he needs it, etc. Giving him time and being present with him. Giving my friends and family time and being present with them. It's the daily and weekly tasks that make the generosity of time possible. Now this also means for me personally, I have to have good time management in my work and personal goals so that I can recharge myself, get all my work tasks done, but also make time for other people. So those are the daily and weekly tasks that I could take each and every day and week so that I uphold the overall goal of giving my time and that'll uphold my goal of making people feel important. Secondly, when it comes to sharing encouraging words, this can mean that I send intentional texts to my loved ones, encourage my clients and their financial goals, encourage my friends when they have big life events, or praying over my loved ones. Mother Teresa said, kind words can be short and easy to speak, but their echoes are truly endless. You see, words are so important and they can have so much power to make people feel important in even the smallest of ways. So every day I wake up, I could think, okay, what text can I send someone? What FaceTime can I have? What kind of intentional conversation can I have? What questions can I ask people? All those little tiny habitual tasks point up to that big purpose of making other people feel important. For the aspect of listening well, to me, this means blocking out all other noise that could distract me and choosing to focus on what the person across from me is saying. This is when it comes to having conversations, whether it's in person, over the phone, FaceTime, etc. Listening also means not interrupting. Listening also means asking you follow-up questions to let the person know you're following along. 
Choosing to have that intentional conversation day after day is a way that could point me to my purpose of helping other people feel valued. And finally, when it comes to staying calm and kind, a major way that I could help make people feel important and valued is by being calm and kind. When I'm irritated and annoyed with my loved ones, I know it does not make them feel good at all because when someone else is annoyed and irritated at me, I don't feel good. So I kind of know how it feels if I'm treated that way. But weekly and daily tasks that can help me stay calm and kind is when I recharge myself through things I love, such as Bible studying, prayer, cleaning, meal prepping, working out, doing creative things. When I fill my cup in these ways, I'm more equipped to show up to others. So one part of my purpose, and I think for everyone's purpose, is taking care of yourself so that you could pour out. That is very important. But as you could see just through the rundown of my personal life, I have my big main purpose of I want to help people feel important, loved, and valued. Okay, what are the four big ways I could do so? Then I think what daily and weekly tasks can I do under each of those four main ways in order to achieve what I want to achieve? So let's, for example, let's go back to the healthcare goal. If your goal is to be a doctor or nurse, what you'll have to do is finish up post-grad, go to nursing school or medical school, do your residency, do your clinicals, all of that. Get into a good hospital where you could learn more about the different specialties you like and continuing to help people. Let's say those are your three or four main goals. Okay, what can you do each and every day to get there? Of course, you're going to have to study. Of course, you're going to have to have internships. Of course, you're going to have to volunteer and have leadership to make your resume look good. It's making sure to take care of yourself and getting enough sleep and being healthy so that when you are in your job working at that hospital, you have enough energy to help people. So those daily and weekly tasks, those routines, that intentionality, that care and kindness, all those things could help lead to your purpose. And I know the whole title of this video was how to make your purpose your focal point of every day. So as we close this podcast, I want to end on this. In order to make your purpose the focal point of every day, you have to be strategic, you have to have time management, you have to have resources. It's important to have a plan. Of course, things are going to change. Just like Hillary Hendershot shared in her blog post, these things are going to change, but the main goal is the same. Just like profit is the goal of a business, your purpose is the goal for your life, and it's God's goal for your life. And even though the daily tasks will change, it's important to figure out what ways do you want to be intentional and how will you get there? How will you use your time and resources well for good? Time management is really important. And you could still have fun in life. You could still be spontaneous with time management because you're already setting your goals ahead of time. But I have the question that I want to ask you and I want to kind of talk about because it's all nice and fun to talk about, oh, I have my purpose, I have my goals, I have my tasks. But what do we do when life gets hard? What do we do when we don't have motivation or when we're feeling run down, when we're anxious, when we're depressed, or maybe if something really bad happens in our life that we can't control. What do we do? Well, you're going to have emotional days. You're going to have hormonal days. You're going to have anxious days, lazy days, cranky days, and days where the tragic, unexpected things happen. Life is filled with twists and turns that we oftentimes don't expect. But when things start to get difficult and you feel guilty or ashamed that you're not living out your purpose like you want to, Remember that your days don't end with a period, they end with a semicolon. Because of Jesus, our days don't have to end with a period, they could end with a semicolon. We could wake up each and every day knowing that we have another chance to live out our purpose, regardless of the mistakes that we make, regardless of the harm that we caused, or regardless of the harm that was caused to us, regardless of the shame that we go through, regardless of the tragic trial that we never saw coming, 
Jesus' love is enough to renew us and help us live in freedom. God's promises also help assure us that even when life is very difficult and we can feel hopeless and lifeless, God still wants to show us abundance in life because he loves us and wants us to feel fulfilled and on purpose. And there are so many different promises in the Bible that assure us of this. I want to share a few Bible verses to close out this podcast episode as encouragement in your week. But John 16, says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Psalm 32, 8 says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. Psalm 37, 23-24 says, The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. Jeremiah 29, 11, a very famous verse says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Philippians 4, 6-7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You see, all of these verses talk about how God promises to help us, to instruct us, to be there for us, to look after us. And so, when we're going through a hard time, or maybe we feel like, we have not lived out our purpose as much as we want to or maybe we're feeling no motivation because we're really worried or depressed or maybe we're going through a very hard time because of an unexpected tragedy god promises to be there for us no matter what because of this we can wake up each day knowing that we don't have a period on our life we have a semicolon because every day is a new day to walk in our purpose so girl i hope you remember that god's got you he loves you and i'm excited to talk to you in next week's episode Have a great week.